Welcome to the Random Tea Sleepy Hollow podcast. I'm Queenie. I'm Janya. And today we're kind of just talking about what what we're uh, going to be in for for the second half of season three. Yeah, we've got uh, feedback because you guys felt the need to send us a lot of feedback. Um, so we got a bunch apparently of a lot of people feel a lot of things about Sleepy Hollow. Yes, so we have a lot of feedback uh, to go over. We have some um, spoilery type things that have been released to the press, mm-hmm. and we'll save those till the, the end. Yep, put those at the end uh, for the back half. Um, so that's where we are. Yeah. Um. So I'm gonna let you start. You're kind of running this show. I am. I thought you were running this show. That's scary if either <laughs> one of us is. <laughs> The cats, the cats are in the charge. The cats are running the show. Yeah. Oh, that's that's going to be fun. Scary. Um What do you want to see coming up? Other than not having the show be canceled. Well, there's that. That's a big one. That's a number 1. Um like I'm torn because I am like my instinct is to say Ica Abby, but I don't know that I trust that to be cool yeah. and not ruin the show. So, yeah. um but I would like I would like I said and I've said this before a lot. I would like more groundwork. And I think we've gotten a lot of that. Yes. So far this season. Um, I would like uh, some fucking explanation as to who these God people are. Yes. Because I'm still kind of furry too, on yeah. that. Yeah. Furry? Um, furry. Okay. Yeah. We'll mm-hmm. go with that. Sure. It's like fuzzy, but furry. Oh, uh, okay. Um, and then I would very much like... Uh, I don't want Joe and Jenny to happen, honestly. I really don't. <laughs> I would like for them both to mutually realize that this is a horrible idea. It's a really bad and idea, yeah. Part as friends. Sure. Yeah. I would like Joe to stick around, though. I, I like yeah, I like having Joe. him around. Yeah. Um, I want Frank Irving back, though it's not going to happen. <sighs> Especially since back. we found out <clears throat> that um, uh, we previously thought Orlando left the show. Yeah, if you guys... Orlando uh, did not leave the show. He was asked to leave the show. Yeah, between um, the last episode airing and now, it yeah. has been revealed that he was asked to leave. Yes, but I will say he was asked to leave by previous uh, show management. Was he? Yeah, because that, I mean, I'm assuming that was before Clifton Campbell took over. That's the impression I got. It doesn't say who asked him to leave. I'm hoping... So, because I'm still holding out a wild hope that Clifton will, uh, will, will get Frank back. Well, he would, he said he would come, he would go back. Yeah. I think he said, I'm not finding anything in this particular article I printed, but yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that came around. I want him to come back. I would very much I do want that. more I explanation. Very much like that. I, I need more information on this Pandora and hidden one thing. They, it's been so mysterious, but I mean, you got to save some stuff for the, yeah. The overall story arc. Um, I would like for them to pull back in a little bit of the apocalypse kind of deal. I miss it. Yeah. Because that's what the witnesses were for. Exactly. I mean, I know they wanted to go a whole other direction, but... We've only dealt with two horsemen of the apocalypse. Technically three. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We got pestilence for like a hot second. Yeah. We just missing famine. Yeah. So, I think that would be good to, to... I mean, even if it's just a monster of the week episode, don't... Don't forget about where this this show came from. Exactly. And why we liked it in the first place. Yeah, because that's why I started watching the show was, A, it's Sleepy Hollow, and then, oh, it's the Horseman. Oh. Yeah, that's really fucking cool. That was a great draw. That's what drew me to the show the first time. And, and now, that's one of the things Orlando said. He mentioned, like, you got this badass death that was strapped with shotguns, and he was headless. And, and, and it was then, sweet. And then they made him shitty. Um, they might, made him a whiny 
They did. Baby is what they did. Um, All they needed to do was, okay, sure, he was gone. um, War is gone. Pestilence pestilence and famine are still hanging out there. Yep. Instead of, I mean, I love the Pandora storyline, but I really wish they had gone with another horseman. Yeah. Yeah. It's a completely different show now. What does that have to do with witnesses? Yeah, exactly. That that's my that's my confusion right now. Is you can be doing cool stuff, but you still have this underlying um, purpose for them that has not been explained away adequately. Yeah, I think they've changed the show a little too much. Yeah, but whatever. They I were still knee, love it. They were knee jerk because people so reacted so poorly to season two. But they got rid of what needed to be gotten rid of. Mm-hmm. They got rid of Henry and they got rid of Katrina. The two and they things got that rid of Abraham, really. True. They got rid of the three elements that were really bringing this story down. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. They just really went a different direction, so. Um, Abby's coming back. Yeah. I'm just saying. Oh, of course she is. I'm just saying. She can't not. Uh, what else? And I know there's some worry about Sophie that she's somehow, like, they're setting her up to be an Abby replacement, and I absolutely do not believe that. No, I don't either. Not for a fucking second, because no. Nicole mm-hmm. is just too damn good, and they know it. Oh, I know. No. I, yeah, that's not going to happen. Abby's coming back. Yeah. So. It's just a matter of how she gets back. I mean, hell, we've had him in purgatory like 47 times. I know, right? I mean, like, this is this well, is a Tuesday for them. We've all been to purgatory at this point. <laughs> what was it? One of them said something about we eat that for lunch. Yeah. That, what was that? I think it I think it was, was it Abby or was it Jenny? Abby said, Ab, I think it was Abby who said something about we eat that for lunch about some. Yeah. Some something. Some catastrophe or whatever. And she's yeah. like, yeah, whatever. That's our Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So anyway. Good times. But yeah. I don't know. I'm just ready for it to come back. I am too. It feels like it's been gone for a very long time. But the day, we'll see, I just read right before you got here, we've got 12 days. Okay. As of today, I think. Okay. I couldn't and we're moving to, fr- or were we already on Fridays? No, we were on Thursdays. We're moving to Fridays, yes, right? Yes. The show will now be airing on Friday nights. Whatever. So, um, does that mean we're going to be releasing our podcast on Sunday now? Yeah. Okay. Yes, it does. Yeah. We we have to have time for research. That's true for you, and we have to have time for feedback. feedback. So yeah, we're yeah, gonna so we're we'll gonna be releasing on Sundays now instead of Saturdays. Well, that'll be fun. Yeah. Oh. Anything else? Any other housekeeping or anything before we get to? Um, I would like the FBI man to go away. Feedback. I don't like him. Nobody likes. I him. still continue to not like him. I don't know of anybody that likes him. Yeah, but I don't think we're supposed to like him. I hope not. So. You know, whatever. Because yeah. Abby's chosen Ichabod and Team Supernatural over him, like, repeatedly. So I mean, she times. fucking quit. I know, right? I mean, I, we knew the entire first half of the season that she was going to have to pick between being a witness and being an FBI agent. Yep. And I was so worried that it was going to be this long... I was too. ...drawn out, grueling, angsty bit of what the storyline. What should story I do? Do I do this? I don't know. And she's then, like, slams her badge yep, down. She's like, I'm is. done. She dropped the mic, and you're like, oh, well, okay. Yeah. So. And I still I still want the fucking discussion about, what was it, nine months? Nine months he was nine gone. Nine months. He has not adequately apologized for that. They no, have not talked not. it out. No, they have not. They just kind of, like, moved on. So maybe we'll get some of that when she comes back. Yes. Because, you know, he'll realize how much he misses her. Mrs. Slash loves. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, 
So we got quite a bit of feedback. And by quite a bit, you mean butt ton. By a lot. Um, so we're going to start with uh, Lady C. Okay. We'll go with it. Uh, emailed us shortly after the episode aired. And they say, I think Reynolds is trying to recruit Abby for the X-Files team. <laughs> I would be totally cool with that. I don't think you're wrong. I would be totally cool with that. That, you know, it's all hush-hush. That's true. You know, and if anybody could handle some X-Files. It would be Abby. It would be Abby. Yeah. So. <laughs> and Scully. I don't be, disagree. And Scully'd be like, oh, fuck, there's two of them. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> that would be great. Um, and then we got uh, another message on Tumblr from Micklebrand. Okay. I, I hope I'm saying this uh, correctly. I believe this is uh, correcting something that we had said in our last podcast about the finale. Oh, okay. Okay. It says, uh, love your podcasts. Thank you. In response, at, in response to why Abby did not just throw the shard into the tree... Okay, yeah, we, we bitched about curious, that. Yes, I believe because it was broken and she had to hold it together. Otherwise, it might have fallen apart again. She had to carry the shard in pieces in herself to avoid that. That makes more sense. I wish they would have told us that, but that totally makes sense. Well, the way she... If we think about the way she's holding it... Yeah. Real carefully in her hands. Yeah. Okay, yeah. And we do sense. know it shattered and she had to put it back yes. together. Well, the casing had shattered. Yeah. I knew that part. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, if you were to throw pieces, you don't know that all of it's going to get in there. So, that's a good point. You think Abby's going to be like some crazy demigod with Who like knows? laser oh. <gasps> Maybe she'll get the laser beam shooting out of her eyes. We have feedback on that. So oh, we do. We'll get there. She'll be laser beams. Yes. So, uh, we got an anonymous message. Okay. On the tumblers. Hi, Nani. Hi, Nani. Uh, I was wondering if you guys have any answers as to why Sophie is being thrust upon the audience. I don't feel like Sophie is being thrust upon the audience. No. Well, and I think honestly, okay, one of the big complaints about season two was look at all the fucking white people. Oh, Whitey McWhitington. It was just Katrina and it was Henry and it was Ichabod and it was all very like Abraham. Uh, yeah. And, and that was one of, I know Orlando's criticisms was it started out as a really diverse cast. They've brought in another black woman and I'm not going to say no to that. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't feel like Sophie's being, I don't feel like she's taking up too much of the storyline. No. I, I was worried about that when they first introduced her. I was like, shit, she's going to be she's well, gonna be a third mill sister, and it's going to be like, you know. I kind of wanted a third mill sister, though. Mm, I don't like it. Uh, anyway, it goes on to say, I know there's a foster name on the Mills family tree, which I can neither confirm nor deny because I can't remember what episode that was in, so I didn't go look. <laughs> um, they go on to say, is Nicole leaving the show? No, Nicole is not leaving the show. We have read no, no not even a hint of a rumor no, about that. No. Um, when contracts are made, they're made for the season, not half a season. Yeah. I do they not ain't believe, dumb. No, she's not leaving the show. Uh, people are wondering if the show is purposely putting her with Crane because Abby is dark-skinned. She was with Crane in one scene? Like, alone with Crane in one scene? I don't feel like they're being pushed together. No. I would, like, when he snuck in and she caught him. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Up at, um... What's his name's place? Yeah. Uh, no, I don't think so. so I, I don't. I don't. I don't Unless that. you believe in mirroring, and then you think that's just a way to, 
get people ready for Ica Abby, but I don't think it was in a romantic capacity. I don't believe it was. They either. weren't even flirting. I didn't get that. No, I didn't either. I think they were very much at odds with each other. Yeah. Uh, she did not like him at all. Uh, go on to say, or is Sophie Abby and Crane's daughter? Wibbly wobbly Tommy Wommy, I'm well, assuming. Well, we've, we've, that's all over the place in this freaking show. That's true. So uh, let's do the time warp again. I, you just wanted to say I that. I did. I really did. I've been waiting this whole time just to say that. Um, is it possible? Yes. Do we think it is? I don't think so. I think it's way too much of a stretch. If, if they were to put that in the show, I don't know that I could buy it. Doctor Who, I would see that on, but not in, not in Sleepy Hollow. No, in Doctor Who, you would expect it. Yes. Yes, I would. Because I know who River Song is. Yes, you do. And how we found out about River. Yes. So, um, timey-wimey, man. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I kind of like Sophie. I, you know, the more I think about it, the more I'm like, she's not a bad character. Um, we thought she was on the bad team, which I think is why a lot of people might have gotten their back up at first about her. Like, oh, man, this bad person, because, you know, she's pulling a gun on Jenny and mm-hmm, she's stealing mm-hmm. stuff. But, um, you know, finding out she's just doing her best as an undercover agent and, and I, she's young. I think seeing uh, that's true. And I think seeing a young woman of color in a position of authority, um, as a rising star at the FBI, I don't think that's a that's a bad thing no, at all. I don't have a problem with her. Um. So yeah. And I see. I personally see nothing romantic between her and Ichabod. Oh, so I don't either. Mm-mm. If anything, no. it's uh, opposites. But that's that's just my interpretation. Yeah. Um. Okay. Moving on, because Joe. Hi, Joe. Hi, Joe. Sent us um, a few emails. Okay. Um, one I did promptly delete because I was asked to. Yes. And it was replaced with another one. But yes. he also sent us, we had questioned Caribbean. Yes, 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 yes. Previously, I could not find a whole lot on Caribbean and finding its actual location, but he did send me. Uh, and I kind of thought it was a general term for the Caribbean. Yeah, I did too. But it's the Guiana Travels of Robert Schomburg. <laughs> I'll put a link to it in the show notes. Hearing you pronounce things is a gift. It's it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. It's from 1835 <laughs> to 1844. Um, there's a mention of Caribbean on page 65, apparently, uh, but maybe identified in some of the missing pages available in the full manuscript. References here talk about Caribbean as a people. Ah. The Guiana referred to in this document is British Guiana, now known as G-U-Y-A-I-A-N-A. Okay. It's two different spellings. Trinidad is off the coast of Guiana. Ah. Uh, In the document below, and he gives a second link, references to Caribbean begin in the bottom of page 182. Best I can decipher, the location seems to include the islands and waters off the northern coast of South America. Or it might mean the entire Gulf of Mexico. I am unsure. I love this fandom. We're so researchy. It's great. I know. That's what I like about it. So there's a couple links to that. So there's cool. there's the Caribbean information. I need to remember to put that in the show notes. That's cool. So I have too many stacks of papers. I know. There. Okay. <laughs> so here's Joe's email um, in reference to the final episode. Nervous Ordal Sclorium. Bless me. Again, a gift. Achoo. <laughs> um... Oh, first of all, I want to thank Joe for his comments mm-hmm. on our Alan Rickman. Yeah, thank you. That uh, was very sweet. Post 
you're welcome for I'm not really sure what he was thanking us for but do you're it. welcome um yeah we didn't know we had to do something so yeah. that was our Alan Rickman that's on our random movies yes random movies feed feed so if you want to check that out it's uh basically us talking an hour about um Alan Rickman yeah uh, we had to do something we had to do something so uh and he did leave us a review oh yeah on Stitcher you. so thank you very much um says, I know you don't owe me, but please delete the first email I sent after your last cast and just replace it with this one. Your wish is our command. It is done. Uh, It was written by Blatherskite or my preferred alternative blithering idiot. (laughs) I like it. Uh, It is so cryptic. I should change my screen name to Katrina. The red is a dish. And he gives... Explains to me which ones. I forgot how material. much I cackled reading that. I know, right? Uh, I printed this in black and white, so I don't know which, what's red and what's not. So I'm just going to go with it. Um, he says, I watched the Mill Sisters through the Art of War and can come up with no reason why I thought Sophie had been undercover for two years. She clearly says six months. I am wrong, 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 wrong. <laughs> Sorry, wait. I remember the kindred told me. <laughs> oh my God, bless you, Joe. Um, but how could he? He does not have a brain. Unless, of course, it is a magical brain. The kindred, man. I almost forgot about the... That's another thing I want. The fucking kindred. Where's the kindred? Yeah. All right. They're never going to tell you. No. Uh, we have a new opinion on Daniel. He attended the academy, but not as a cadet. He was already a full agent. A lie. More reason to hate him. Nobody likes Daniel. Nope. There to assess and recruit Abby... Mm, like a plant. For noble or nefarious purposes yet to be decided. Since he refers to Abby as an asset, he clearly has no clue about the witnesses. As you said, there is no reveal when he is alone. But I will say, we don't know who he works for and how much they know. I think that other guy, the guy he met at the party, the kid's birthday party or whatever, yeah. I think he's like some judge or something. Somewhere. Yeah, but we don't, we don't know if their deal is part of a bigger... Like conspiracy type thing, uh-huh. and how. Um, speaking of X Files, um, we don't know how far up it goes and what the upper echelon knows. That goes back to the theory that Daniel's recruiting her for the X Files. There you go. So uh, I'm okay with that. Yeah, yeah. They need to explain that whole. They got a lot explaining to do. Lots, especially if they're. This is gonna. They think this is their last season. So. Yeah. Uh, He goes on to say, I do not believe that Ichabod released any of the evils in Pandora's dowry. Pandora kept countercasting to keep them in. Originally, I thought he may have released the horseman, even though he did not know the horseman was trapped in the box. I thought he was going to, but I don't think he did. Well, and he doesn't right. think Ichabod released anything. I don't think he did either, because she she did. She kept countercasting. Um, so, I, I yeah, I don't think anything got out that we know of. Yeah, as you noted, it would have been neat since Ichabod was the instrument of Katrina's death. The horseman would have been more more pissed off than ever. That would it would have been fun, especially if you know, especially if he came back as the horseman and was his badass self, yeah. not Abraham. Well, the the ridiculous necklace is gone to be able to see uh, his Ooh, whiny ass true. face. So that's true. Yeah, I feel so bad for that actor. I know. Uh, in the end scenes, Pandora was dressed in purple. I'm going to butcher it. Etu Elu. Etu Elu. Etu Elu. Etu Elu. Was dressed in scarlet. No conclusion. Just saying. The, yeah, because The purple and scarlet is a very common theme. Yes. And Joe sent us, uh, sent us some Bible verses, I believe, that were relevant that, that mentioned yes, the crimson and scarlet. From Revelations. So that, uh, that's pretty interesting. So he was just pointing. Yeah. 
Uh, when Pandora came to see Nevin, she said, hello, Atticus, and goodbye. Then she also said she needed to do some house cleaning or tie up loose ends. One, the box was a gift from her husband. Evidently, she put the contents of Zeus's Pythios into the new gift from her husband, which that just totally confuses the mythology anyway. Yeah, we've got so many different mythologies it's, knocking around in this. They need to stick with one per season or some shit. Um, she needed to keep her husband from finding out, possibly because she felt her husband would find her lacking, that she needed an insignificant worm to help her. I, I think that she wanted to, um, that her husband, not that her husband would find her lacking, but that for that reason, that yeah. she needed help, but would find her lacking because she allowed somebody else to use the box. That's what I, that's more what I was thinking. Um, three, if, Nevin. Especially then, if the, if you're thinking of the box as a metaphor for lady parts or something like that. Sure. Okay. Womb, not box. A, yeah. And it's a good Because she treats them like her children. It's kind of like her womb. Good point. Kind of deal. Good point. I, yeah. Uh, three, Nevin then had the audacity to summon from the box, and she needed to make sure her husband never found out. So I believe Nevin is dead. Yeah. I, in, in, in so many shows and in so many comic books, the, the coming back of dead characters happens so much now yeah. that I'm always hesitant to say that this character is for real dead, except in The Walking Dead. Um, Nobody comes back to life in The Walking Dead unless it's a zombie. But. Right. I've seen too many episodes of Supernatural. I've seen too many episodes of. Every Marvel thing ever. Marvel comics. Um, everything Marvel ever. Any comic books. Any, it's such a trope. I mean, we, we talked about the Bucky Claws. And even Bucky has come back now. Yeah. So. Um, one I'm of always the reasons, hesitant to say that. One of the reasons to, from a story-wise standpoint, I would err on the side of him not being dead is. He's a treasure trove of information on Chief Corbin. Well, there's that. And, um, well, he talks about Corbin in this, too. Joe does. Um, But also, I don't even fully believe Corbin's gone forever. You mean not just flashbacky-wise? I don't know. I'm hesitant, though. God, I would love to get him back. Because so much... You know how happy that would make me? Timey-wimey. Yeah. This show's going that direction. So I'm hesitant to say anybody's for real for dead. So, um, but Joe goes on to say, since there is no body, the FBI would be searching for Nevin, not his killer. That is very true. She also killed all of the FBI guards to make sure they sought Nevin in force. I think she did not kill before, so there would be no investigation directed at her. That's a good point. Yeah, because we talked about her killing before, but she, but then upon reflection, she never had killed before until Nevin. Yeah. Like directly herself. So I think that's interesting. That is an interesting point because they can just attribute all that to Nevin got out and it was an escape and let's go after him. So she's good at the cover up. That's true. Uh, When Pandora related her story to Abby, she said she was sold into slavery. If forced into an arranged marriage, how is that reality different from being sold into slavery? It's a very good point. As Queenie noted. Ooh, I noted something? You did. Throw in a million or so my loves. <coughs> uh, reminiscent of Katrina. Maybe mm-hmm. she loved Abraham, but the need to rebel was too strong. Along comes White Knot, Ichabod, and dot, dot, dot. Yeah. <coughs> so. Um, these are several thoughts kind of strung together. Egyptian mythology regards Amun-Ra and Anubis as benevolent gods. This guy appears to be malevolent. Good point. Anubis wasn't all benevolent, though. Like, he cut up Osiris and shit, so. Well. You know. 
you know. But let's, I mean, honestly. God's killing gods is one thing. Let's be real, though. None of these pantheons, be it Greek, be it Roman, be it Egyptian, <laughs> none of them were super well adjusted. I mean, for the love of God, <laughs> Zeus couldn't keep his dick out of anything. So who Human knows? Human or otherwise. Yeah. So, true. Uh Pandora knows what has happened to Jenny and what happens when the shard is absorbed into a mortal. This is not what we see in the incident with Jonathan Revere. This is an eyewitness report by Paul Revere. So think back. The shard explodes, killing Jonathan while leaving the fully powered shard behind. Oh, this is a continuity error. Oh. Pandora is mistaken that the death of Jenny will mean the power of the shard is lost. That's an excellent point. Because once when Because we've seen exploded, it wasn't lost when... Nope. Ah, and he had fully absorbed it. Yes. And even though... And he even... I believe he carried it longer than she did. Because the shard is not one-time use only. No. And even though Hubby absorbed some of it, I don't think... Yeah. So, uh, so either she, Pandora is mistaken, fatal flaw, that the death of Jenny will mean the power of the shard is lost, or she lied to her husband. And is trying to keep Jenny alive for some unknown purpose. Yes. She lied to him before, kept a secret, by making sure Nevin didn't tell him anything. Well, you know, if we're talking about the My Beloved uh, Parallels, uh, Katrina lied to Ichabod a fair amount, too. He goes on to say... I love it. I love Joe. No, wait, wait. He goes on to say, maybe not quite so my love as we are supposed to think. Bam. Yep. You saw where he was going with that. Mm-hmm. Um, See, it's logical. Absolutely. Um... So his next thought is, do men still fall for, baby, you're still the only one I love, or similar? Yeah, yeah, people do, people do fall for they that. They do, but not But they, they some dumb <laughs> folks out there. It's true. Uh, maybe men and women are not so different. After all, both become a bit blind when seeking forever love. That's true. I think the belief in forever love is kind of out there. Can be. Anyway, it's not just a thing. Still holding you- out for my Loki. Well, you know, I got a whole laundry list full so yeah exactly um well in my opinion there's the the you snap your fingers and it's fate and it's going to be forever just because it is yeah is a bunch of bullshit yeah anyway so uh joe goes on to say i think the tree opened in response to the shard okay Okay. like a garage door opener yeah i have i can (laughs) neither confirm nor deny that so okay we'll go with it abby could not throw the shard because she was slowly absorbing the shard her mm. face and arms were glowing. Interesting. It was not like Jenny absorbing the shard because parts of the unshielded shard were absorb- absorbing while the shattered casing was drawing it out. Oh. That's an interesting point. I didn't that think would of explain it that why way. it would be different because because uh, when you know I was first reading that I was just like, well, no, but Jenny absorbed it immediately, but the, it it had changed. But yeah, she just had the shard itself. She didn't have the casing. Yeah. Abby had both. Interesting. Um, He also points out that the explosion targeted only Pandora. Dude, because I'm not going to keep attempting to say that name. The hidden one. Pandora, the hidden one, and the dowry. Ichabod, Jenny, and Joe were unharmed. He believed, Joe believes that it's because Abby chose the targets. Mm. Like she had control over it. Mm-hmm. Because she was absorbing the shard as she was going into the tree. Fire vision, fire <laughs> vision. I know. Laser. It was in the there's Bible. Your, there's your laser vision it right there. It was in the Bible. I know. <laughs> um, I do have two questions from the first half. First 
half. Okay. Number one, who put the tablet in Ichabod's crypt and when? Thank you. I I can't even come up with a theory for this. A tablet that has jack shit so, to do with the Crane family hoo-ha. Okay, so let's let's think about this for a second. Imagine if you will. Okay. So it was put in our beloved Ichabod's crypt. Right. Family crypt. He went and found his own family crypt, correct? Yeah, like the loser that he is. Right. Mm-hmm. He Was he in there? Was he in the crypt? I don't think so. No. Because he just found the tablet, right? Yeah. So the most logical explanation would be Ichabod himself. You're thinking Tommy Wami. I'm thinking Tommy Wami. Because as far as we know, he didn't have any children or descendants. Yeah. Who could have put it in there for him. So I think it was either Ben Franklin or one of the other people around Ichabod. Because it would have had to have been somebody who knew he was a witness. I would buy that a hell of a lot easier than I would buy some time travel bullshit. Okay. Um, but I will say, um, it's clear that, at least for me, that it's not any kind of a family prophecy thing. Because his dad... Had nothing doing? Had nothing doing with no. any of that shit. So well, I would think it would have to be somebody outside of the Crane family. Well, or it would have to have been... Uh, Crane's grandfather, yeah. an uncle, a you know a relative, but, fi- but not necessarily directly his father. Yeah, but I find it hard to believe that there was some kind of a Crane a family. Mother. That's true. Some Could kind be- of a Crane family legacy that was passed down without his father being involved. Unless it went through the female line. And that would match with Abby's side with it going through Grace Dixon. Through her father's side? But do but we don't know if Grace Dixon was her mother or her father's side, do we? I'm assu- I assumed mother because it went to her mother. Oh, because her mother knew knew. Yeah. Oh, so it would be her mother's line. I'm assuming that was through the female True. line. Yeah, it would have been. That would have been. But you know, think because we have rules and shit on things like this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's no telling which does it. It doesn't have to be the. I get. I think. We are assuming because Ichabod is a guy that it would have had to have gone through the father's line. And yeah. We need to stop and rethink ourselves. Damn you, patriarchy. I know. That's what, how we're raised. Um, it could very as easily mm-hmm. have gone through the female line. And that would explain why his father was not involved. Because I will say, um, in interviews, the previous showrunner mentioned that they were going to go into his mom's doings and whatnot but then they got so much yeah and they got so much backlash from please stop talking about Ichabod's family so who knows all right but but my current theory is going to be because there were the there was this whole group of people George Washington um Jefferson Ben Franklin all these people who knew Revere Betty Ross even knew yeah that uh Crane was a witness so any one of those people or could have had somebody everybody in the Americas knew but Ichabod everybody but Ichabod so um so there's that question. And the other question he has is, who resurrected Pandora? That's a good damn Not question. Not a clue. Yeah. Not a clue. Unless it was a horseman. Or unless she's been hanging around on Earth waiting well, for this convergence of witnessage to happen. We have some other feedback about that. So Kay. we'll get to that in a little bit. So um, and he says it would really be a shock if it was Zoe. It would. I, I know so many people want her to be the bad guy. I know. I think I just want her to just go away. If we never saw her again, I'd be happy. I'd be fine. I don't story plot hole. Don't, don't care. care. She's with the kindred. Yep. <laughs> she. <laughs> they 
kind of deserve each other. They do. They? That would be cool. Um, I still think it would be cool if Abby, Jenny, and Sophie all said daddy at the same time. <laughs> I'm cool with that. I don't want that. Um, I know you're against it. I am. Uh, okay, so next thought. Uh, the person who hired Nevin, one, initially wanted the shard with no apparent urgency or timetable. Okay. Two, no longer wanted only the shard, but demanded Jenny after Jenny absorbed the shard. Mm. I wonder if this person could remove the shard from Jenny safely. Is this person malevolent to Team Witness? I think it's confirmed that Nevin was hired by Pandora. Yeah. That's what I got from it. So, don't know. I think she was just pissed when um, Jenny absorbed it. But he, but Nevins did sort of, he opened the little thing and the gem was exposed. Mm-hmm. So did, and but then Jenny absorbed it. So was that by accident or by design? That was on her hand. It was, it was actually touching her skin though. When he opened it to look yeah, at it, yeah, it was yeah, still that's what, Yeah, that's what I'm saying though. He opened the casing. That's true. To be like, look. If. If it was not by design, why didn't he leave it in the casing? Well, I think the question is, could the hidden one snack from the shard as he snacked from Jenny? Or does it have to be absorbed by a human for him to then... Don't know. Get his... Get I his don't know. Drink on. I don't, like, I don't know how... Like, again, rules. I know. There's... There's none. There's really nothing there. Okay, now... Um, let's see how much on this we got. Okay. Uh, okay. Um, we're going to, he, he, Joe lays some groundwork about August Corbin. Okay. And then we will get to his theory in the end. Okay. So here's his groundwork because there's the, there's the concern about August Corbin working with Nevin. Yeah. So he's going to lay some groundwork and then he's going to shoot us with his theory. So what we have learned about August Corbin taken at face value. Nevin deals in black market antiques. He is somehow connected to August Corbin military photo. Okay, we got that. Right, brothers right. in arms, we got it. Uh, August dies as a target of the horseman. Yep. Um, Booth, FBI, from Bones. Mm. Uh, knew August and discussed Abby with him. These are just facts. Right, right, right. This is stuff we know. This is stuff we know. Uh, taken at face value, as he said. Abby passes entrance exams to the FBI Academy and is accepted while August is still alive. True. This is true. Jenny steals the shard from Sophie, notices similarities in their style. That doesn't directly correlate to August, but wait for it. Joe relinquishes, relinquishes the shard to Nevin in return for information about his dad. August has something in Europe, European bank accounts. The accounts were August's idea. Mm-hmm. Nevin assumes wealth, but he didn't administer the accounts. These are facts. Yes. Sophie's reveal. Sophie is FBI and has FBI training. Sophie has FBI tricks that August taught to Jenny. August sent Jenny to train with anti-government forces around the world. How did he know those contacts and those organizations? This is the final key. His conclusion. August Corbin was an FBI mole placed in Nevin's organization. Boom. With the cover of also being a local sheriff. Yeah. I will say that's, I mean, think about like, as far as covers go, if you were really like a mole for an, a government agency, would you pretend to be a law enforcement associate with another agency? Why not? Hmm. 
Interesting. He goes on to explain, the FBI has ties, Booth. Mm-hmm. He, or he has FBI ties, Booth. Knows FBI training criteria. Jenny's training the same as Sophie's. I mean, th- he's got this severely backed up. Yeah. He talked up Abby to Booth. Maybe a recommendation. I assume Booth was not the only one he talked to. That's true. He had the contacts to get Jenny trained worldwide with freedom fighters. Had enough pull to get Jenny through customs with antiquities. As far as we know, she didn't have any difficulties with that plaque Ichabod. Yeah, like Ichabod the baby that he is, Mm -hmm. and he's not exactly a criminal mastermind. Yes. He was chosen to be the mole because he already knew Nevin. Nevin had to be all puffy-chested over the fact he had a sheriff in his pocket. Mm, that's a good point. The money would have been turned over to the FBI, so the European accounts will not have money. They will either be empty, dummy accounts, or contain Joe's legacy. And he's got legacy and he's capitalized it. The answers Joe seeks. (gasps) I don't believe August was part of the end game based on reasons previously discussed. I like that a lot better than... Corbin was working with being a bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. Because I I don't like Corbin being a bad guy. Well, there you go. Yay! He was was an FBI mole. We're going to work. Thank you for meta-ing us. I know. This was... And there's so many... Just like... He just points it out. A, B, C, D. And it's like... Oh. Oh! Yeah. I like it. I'm a big fan of that. So, (coughs) we're almost done. Joe's smile on my face nearly a theory is Daniel is being groomed to be a mentor for important people I would love to see his face as his superiority illusion crashes when he finds out that Ichabod and Abby are the top of the food chain (laughs) my imagination pictures Jeannie's jaw hitting the ground in Aladdin (laughs) Joe's the too much alcohol theory okay As suggested, Zoe is a descendant of Betsy Ross, but is also a descendant of Ichabod Crane, giving rise to the man greeting, Hey, Ichabod, got any kids you know of? Hmm. And he signs it, Joe. We have a P.S. The entire above is what happens when I have a few weeks and enormous quantities of egg grog. (laughs) I want more emails like this. Oh, my gosh. I love this. This was a pleasure to read. Yes. And discuss. Yes. I love it. Um, he's made some really good points. Kudos with the evidence, man. Oh, I know. He piled it all up together for yeah. us. He's going long game here. Mm-hmm. So that's, I really hope that they do, ex- I need them to explain August and Nevin. I need them to explain, explain mm-hmm. who the fuck Pandora is. Yep. The hidden one. Frank Irving needs to come back. And Abby and Ichabod need to hook up and just get it over with. And there's going to be some Abby Daddy shenanigans. Oh, yeah, the Abby Daddy. Yeah. We you brought know. that up for a reason. Yes. It's so. it's for a reason. Okay, so, um, Tony. Tony has a lot Tony, of feelings Tony about Sleepy Hollow. Tony has a lot Hollow. to say about Sleepy Hollow and lots of feelings. I So many. Have s- we have so many emails from Tony that the best I could do there is no way I'm going to be we able had to, to do a best of yeah we're, we're going to have to do a high points best of there is no way I you can, can go address through all and address everything otherwise we'll be here for a week yeah um Tony I do hope you're getting some sleep though seriously we are seriously concerned yeah that you're not sleeping enough so please 
please get some sleep. Take care of yourself. We care about you. Yes. Uh, Tony did a lot of research and has a, and some very good points. So this is going to be, like you said, the highlights. Yeah. For from Tony. So um, I'm, I'm going to go in chronological order of the emails that were sent to us. Okay. Because I don't know how else to do it. Uh, so Tony says, I will start by saying that Abby might be a goddess or come from royal Egyptian bloodline. I'm listening. Let that sink in for a minute. Yes, Abby is in fact a goddess. Egyptian bloodline or not, she is a goddess. Let's just, True that. Let's just get that out of the way. Um, I say this because of who she is and what she represents. Her strength, loyalty, courage, and bravery, including her ability to be understanding even with those who don't deserve it, speaks volumes. This is why I'm hoping she comes back either as the goddess Isis or the goddess Sekhmet. Sekhmet. Okay. Isis or Sekhmet. Uh, who has another name, that being Hathor. Sekhmet is Hathor? Uh, says these god and goddesses have dual personalities. It can be confusing. Because I thought Sekhmet was the cat lady and Hathor was the hippo lady. Uh, the cat lady was Bath. Bastet. Bast. Because I, I used to have a little oh. statuette. And it said the name on the side. Well, there you go. So, uh, it can be confusing at times. Mm, so, imagine Abby, witness with powers coupled with goddess. Uh, it would be kick-ass. Uh, so, Sekhmet is the goddess of sun, war, destruction, plagues, and healing. If you were to look up the power of the two witnesses, they are capable of these things as well. If you're going to cross Egyptian mythos with Christianity... There you go. Well, I will say, uh, we all know that uh, Christian, um, a lot of the Christian symbolism and everything came from, quote unquote, pagan mythologies. True. True. Um, There's something distinctly Christ-like when you see Horus at Isis's breast. Yeah. You know. Uh, Tony goes on to say that Sekhmet is one of the oldest deities and one of the most powerful. She is the daughter of the sun god Ra, created. She was uh, sent to Earth as Hathor, as his all-seeing eye, to witness what mankind had been doing. Hathor is Sekhmet's mom. Okay. I'm just reading what Tony sent us. So. Uh, da, 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 da. <sighs> so we got more. Uh, this is another email. I'm trying to get to the good parts. Uh going on about the this the goddess however she is most known as the protector of the laws of mahat which stood for balance and justice with the epithet the one who loves mahat and who defeats evil i don't know what you guys i don't know about you guys but this screams abby what if this is what abby is meant to become Maybe this is why Pandora is taunting her. Maybe this is why Moloch wanted her, because having these powers would easily put her in a role as one of the horsemen. Hmm. Uh, it's a stretch, but who knows? Uh, she goes on to, uh, Tony goes on to say that the Anubis shard was meant for Abby. I don't think it was. Uh, I will explain why. Okay. Da -da -da. Yeah, I don't. No, the Anubis shard was meant for the hidden one. Yeah, from what I'm, I'm, I get from the show. Um, so Tony did some research on some Egyptian gems. Right on, right on. Uh, 
There were ones that were favored by royalty and were rare. There is one that is not so rare, but common and highly valued, that being the carnelian gem. Mm -hmm. It was used in ancient times to protect the dead in their journey to the afterlife. Carnelian helps to calm fears about death and rebirth, bringing serenity and acceptance of the great cycle of life. Red was powerful because of its association with blood and life. Also represented anger and chaos and fire and was closely related to the evil god Set. Yeah, Set was a baddie. Uh, the amulet depicting the Eye of Ra was made of a red stone. And the sun disc she wore on her head was red. I thought Ra was a guy. Ra was a guy. Okay. Uh, Carnelian is associated with the rising sun in spell 108 of the Book of the Dead. So there's, it's... Yeah, there's a lot. I mean, sure, okay. So there's, I mean, they can tell us what kind of gem it is. And... And the show brought in all this Egyptian business by calling it the Shard of Anubis by, you know. Oh, I know, right? And, I mean, there's huge ties to the whole Egyptian anyway. But that's why I think there's, this stone. is so fucking confusing is because so we have confusing. Pandora. We have Pandora mixed with Egyptian themes. We have, um, uh, what was the script found on uh, the tablet? Sanskrit Shit. or something? No, it was something else, but it was it was another... There's another, another mythology, yeah. yeah. and sh Not Sumerian, but Akkadian. It was Akkadian. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So it's just so much shit just all grumbled up together, and it's confusing me. Uh, Tony goes on to say, I could be wrong, but I believe this shard was meant for Abby. Her name, Grace, says it all, and why out of all the songs her mom sings, You Are My Sunshine, Ra being a sun god. Oh, what uh, what would be great would be if her father, Ezra, was actually Ra himself. That'd be trippy. <laughs> Hi, honey, I'm a god. Yeah, that's, uh, hmm. There you go. That would be interesting. Okay. Does this mean somebody would end up with laser beam eyes? You, yes, yes. I'm just going to go with yes. <laughs> uh, Maybe Cyclops is just a witness could be so okay we're gonna move on to some ichabod stuff uh my baby tony says hey you guys i'm back with an idea of what pandora really meant when she said this to crane in the episode whispers in the dark as crane stood outside looking at what looked to be a shadowy figure on a building across the street you remember mm -hmm. this okay mm -hmm. uh, pandora walks up and pointedly states that's quite a facade now i immediately took this as her taking a swipe at crane's personality Mm. Could be. Could very well be. I think most viewers watching the show adore Crane's wit, charm, and a dose of cockiness thrown in. However, Crane has a side that's not so pretty, and that's his self-centeredness and his inability to not own up when he is in the wrong. True that. Instead, we have a man who acts as though only his feelings, ideas, and opinions matter, and to hell with everyone else. I don't think he's quite to that level, but I think he has had those moments. I like, think he used to be there. Like when he... um. The, the map comes to mind from season one. When he's like, yes, I burned it for friendship. And, and then I redrew it like an hour later. Well, I mean, for he can't help it if he remembers everything. Yeah. Um, look, I'm all for Ica Abbey, but Ichabod needs to be put on blast. I'm not even sure what that actually means. <laughs> About how he treats his fellow witness. He flat out lied to her when it came to the real reason why he wanted Katrina out of purgatory. I don't remember that directly. 
I thought it was just, he, she's my wife and I want her not to be in purgatory. It, well, Tony goes on to say it had nothing to do with Moloch, but everything to do with Abraham and besting him and making sure Katrina stayed out of his clutches. Oh, okay. Yeah. I that motive yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I versus the whole apocalypse business. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure if he ever really loved her as much as he claimed. I think he wanted something he, could, he couldn't have and was willing to run his friendship over it. Him claiming he didn't know Katrina had feelings for him, but turns around in the same breath by asking his best friend for his blessing is rather galling. Yeah, when it comes to the love triangle, which first of all I hate, uh, between it's, Abraham and Katrina and Ichabod, there were so many bad choices made all around. True. Of course, Katrina should not have agreed to marry Abraham in the first place. Yeah. If she was actually... So, they're all guilty. Oh, yeah. All three of them. Yeah. Uh, what's even worse are the two selfish individuals who made this man, uh, sorry, I'm having issues reading, this best friend look and feel like an idiot all the while Crane stands there is ridiculing him for choosing evil and not once do we hear Crane say, I'm so sorry. He doesn't feel bad at all for what he does. He leaves town for nine months and does, and not once does he take into account the horrors Abby could have experienced while being back in 1781. She could have ended up in a slave camp, raped, beaten, or killed. Basically, he could have lost her never to be seen again, and instead there is zero apology or questions over how she managed during such a precarious time. Once again, it's about him and his feelings, his loss, and his pain. I will say, we don't know what discussions they may or may not have had immediately after that episode. There's a huge time jump there. I would love to see that. Um... I, I find it hard to believe that he was like, peace out, like, 20 minutes after they came, after she came back from, from time traveling. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't know. That is, that is a big question mark, though, because we don't know for sure. True. Uh, Tony goes on to say, however, I will say this. Abby started to see Crane waver in his duty as a witness in season one. Especially the last two episodes, you can literally see Abby saying to herself, let me find an exit door quick out of the situation. Every time he would say this is about defeating Moloch, he would unknowingly slip up and say, now I can free my wife. I don't know if he did it unknowingly. Yeah. Trash can. (laughs) He was so caught up in himself and his life with Katrina that Abby was an afterthought. Abby let herself be an afterthought in a way, though. She could have said something. Because she had that whole savior kind of thing going on, too. True. I'll stay behind while you escape with Katrina. Once again, this was not lost on her, and I think what really made Abby think twice about ever trusting Ichabod with her heart is when he went behind her back and drew that map. There it is. Yeah. I'm, I'm upset about the fucking map. We all are. No apologies. Instead, he's fishing for compliments. He wants and needs someone to inflate his already gigantic ego, and Abby, for a while there, did exactly that until she started getting blowback from it. He got played by his own son, who yeah, knew dude. that his arrogance would be the, the downfall of everyone. One more thing to add in regards to Abby and what we as viewers see. We see a strong, beautiful, brave, and complex woman. A woman who would go to the ends of the earth for anybody or anything. My eyes are crossing. What we don't see is how vulnerable Abby really is, and I hate it when she says things like coming back for me is not important or her wanting to punish herself for past deeds when she was just a child. Someone made Abby feel like she's not worth it, and I hope we get to find out what makes her tick and that she and Ichabod finally have that talk. I think it was her dad leaving yeah i'm sure that's that enough help. that's enough yeah especially well, when you're a child that young and being in the foster system and we we see that she did not have a positive 
experience in the foster system. True. I mean, we, we talked to that one woman who um, uh, that that had Jenny, and she knew all about Abby, yeah. and it was not from a positive standpoint. So, I mean, yeah, poor poor Abbers. She's she's had a she's had a rough time of it. Yeah, Akabod. Mm-hmm. Wow, Akabod. Yeah, that's it. Abby backwards. There you go. <laughs> Apparently, yeah, he's got some explaining to do. Yeah, he does. Uh, so here's the. Um, Pandora Ichabod. In see, uh, this, this is still Tony. Uh, in season, in watching season one, it got me wondering how long has Pandora been watching Ichabod? And she mentions the um, the woman who was cosplaying. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. He, that was he thought it was Katrina. It was not Katrina. Uh, I could I could probably say most of us knew this wasn't Katrina because obviously she was in purgatory. Did Ichabod's weakness slash obsession for Katrina make him an easy target for Pandora? I would say yes, because of the fact that he actually followed this woman and called out her name, and not once does she turn around. To me, it was creepy as hell. It was a little bit the first time I watched it. Yeah, I and he, it was, a it was dream like he was being honestly. lured on purpose. Yeah. yeah. It's not until he catches up to her at the reenactment and she turns around, and of course, it's not his wife, but a young lady by the name of Caroline. Who, who did? So, um, Caroline did now. But here's the kicker. Why does she say to him, just go with it? At this point, we as viewers don't care about this particular comment until we hear Betsy Ross say this to him in the past in season three. And it's not just her, but another woman by the name of Zoe says the exact same thing as well. But mm. she is of the present. Mm. I didn't notice that. I didn't either. I would have to go back and rewatch the episodes to know for sure. So I really can't comment on it. Interesting. Uh, but anyway, her theories is that it's Pandora playing Ichabod, or it could be that some are saying it's a female spy ring linked to Betsy Ross. That would be awesome. Except for Betsy Ross. Betsy Ross sucks. Uh, so. You know, oh, oh, I didn't, we didn't even talk about Betsy in our um, hopes and dreams. Uh, my hope is because that no, Betsy fucking just goes no. away. Just no. And that we stop putting her just no. in every fucking if we flashback. Stop, if we stop talking about her, will she stop coming back? That'd be nice. Okay. Uh, Please don't right. bring her to the present. Okay, I know questions have come up in regards to Abby being irritable and the cause and reasoning behind all of that this past season. Uh, she's having to deal with everybody's shit. Yeah. I th- well, this is what I think might be plaguing Abby, and to simply put it, Abby is a witness still searching for the meaning of life and why she was handed this important task. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Abby thinks that this is a battle that can be fought and won overnight and that she can just get on with her life. What she needs to understand is that this war will be long and hard, and with it will come serious challenges for her and Crane. Yeah. Yeah, because we saw her struggle with that in the first couple episodes, particularly. Yes. The why me. Yeah. 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 Uh, Abby, I think, is walking that path of darkness and light. And if you notice, this was heavily implied in season two and going into season three. Whether or not there are forces out there that are trying to thwart her from the path of doing what's right remains to be seen. I think that Satan himself might be playing a role in Abby being prideful in her job as a special FBI agent. Well, she quit that job, so... But that could... that. I mean, you can make an argument for if that is a long game... That her lighter side winning over the darker influences. And I, as much as I would kind of love to see Lucifer involved, I feel like my... Uh, I know, where the hell is he? My supernatural 
Um, if it's not Mark Pellegrino, I don't exactly, want anybody. Exactly. I, I feel like I have <laughs> very specific feelings about Lucifer. We have, we have, we would be a little biased to begin with. Yeah. So, um, yeah. but, uh, this is what is clouding her judgment and her connection to Crane. She is using her job slash career as a bandaid to her problems. Uh, Prandora sees this and knows that Abby doesn't deal with her feelings. Instead, pushes them down and pushes people out. I agree with that. So, yeah, I can I can absolutely see that both Ichabod and Abby are both primed to be targets for Pandora. Yeah. But apparently they are witnesses and it's preordained anyway. So, yeah, sorry for your luck. Um, here's one email that I think is really interesting because uh, Tony dug into some number stuff. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Uh, it doesn't quite add up, though, and it kind of. I wish it did. And because by the time I got to the end, I was like, oh, oh, oh. Oh, can I interject real quick? Sure. I have a suggestion for Tony. What? Um, if you enjoy subtext, which clearly you do, um, I would I would recommend the BBC Sherlock series for you. <laughs> there is so much damn subtext yes. in that show um, that I, I believe you would make a nice meal of, of that. Yeah. If you haven't watched it already, you should uh, yeah. you should get into that. Uh, which we do not podcast that show. No. That there are plenty of podcasts out there for it. Three Patch Podcast and Baker Street Babes are two of the bigs. Yes. We recommend them. Uh, and we are friends with several of them. Yes, so. they are lovely, lovely Which is why we beings. don't, and they are why we don't podcast Sherlock. Exactly. Because we have them, so why would we? Exactly. Uh, the prophecy, the witnesses prophesy, prophecy for 1,260 days. So I believe certain numbers are of importance. With that being said, I took it upon myself to take the motel room number 222 that Crane stayed in in the episode Blood Moon in season one, as well as Jenny's room number 49 at Terrytown Mental Facility, and added that to the music station 999 that she and her mom were listening to in the episode Mama in season two, and it added up to 1,270. So close. So freaking close. Because you know I have problems with the whole prophecy, prophesied days because that is not seven years uh says so this is very interesting so this number is very important as far as the witnesses and tribulations as well as Egyptian mythology so you might want to check that out so i just might do that that's interesting though uh she still thinks that pand or excuse me they tony still think pandora's husband is the evil god seth or maybe it's abby's dad or maybe her dad is osiris or Ra, or who knows i'm not really sure I'm still not buying the theory that he's a god. I hope not anyway. That m literally might be a little too deus ex machina for me. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, um this we're we're running really long, so um anything else any other before we get to the spoilery type things? I really just want Betsy Ross to go away. If they never mentioned her or Zoe again. And I continue to just hope and pray that if they do continue to shove her down our throats, that she stays in the damn past and they do not find some kind of bullshit oh, way please, no. to bring her to the present. Please, no. Just. Sleepy Hollow people, no. I know you're listening. Just. Please heed my. Just no. My plea. No. Please. So. I've um, been good-ish. So guys, as you, know, as you just heard for the last what hour just about yeah that uh we do appreciate feedback we, we do. do read it we talk about it we um, squee about it we do we squee about it 
We text each other. Oh, look, another email. Mm-hmm. We really do. Uh, so you can email us at randomteapodcasts at gmail.com. Or um, if you've got a short little nugget, uh, which I struggle with, so if you don't, I understand, um, you can get us on uh, Twitter at uh, randomteacasts. That's why I run the Twitter account. Yes. Just saying. I'm too verbose. <laughs> um, then there's our Tumblr, which is randomtpodcast.tumblr.com. And I will say we've we've had a couple Tumblr messages. Um, Tumblr does give you uh, an anonymous um, option. option, but there is a character limit. It's not 140, but it's... It's a little longer than that. It's but a little longer than that. But if you have anything that's really, like, meaty, um, I would suggest emailing us. Yes, and Tumblr is notorious for eating messages from time they to time. They are. So. They are. So if you ever, um, you know, if we don't ever respond and you send us something on Tumblr, you can just assume that Tumblr ate it because we respond. Yeah, if we don't ever... Yeah, we, we pretty much go over all of our feedback in our... There's yeah. no feedback that is denied. Tony, yes. I'm sorry. There was just way too much to go over. Yeah. <laughs> Good Lord, Tony plus a hiatus. Damn. I know. I'm, I'm frightened um, for the summer. So That's what I'm saying, man. Sherlock. Don't stop writing. It's fine. Sherlock, man. Sherlock, I'm telling you. There's so much subtext. So much. And there's so much meta out there to read. And so much. Anyway. Um, yeah. But yeah, send us messages. Send us feedback. We'd love to hear your theories. We've got a very short time before... The next yeah. episode starts. Yeah, few, it's less than two weeks. Less than two weeks. Um, and check out our sponsor. Unofficial Natural Phantom Fragrances. Yay! Bam, I said it you right. You sure did the first time even. Uh, our, our, there's a link in our show notes and on our on our websites, just pretty much all over the place. The I love these guys. Yeah. So much. Oh, um, I remembered. Um, it's not Charlie that I spray at night now. It's Harley Quinn. Is it Harley? It's, it's, it's anti-insomnia. <gasps> anti-insomnia yeah okay see that's why i see i've got uh i use moriarty yeah to uh help reduce anxiety but harley quinn is quite Which, nice uh dumbledore's for relaxation yeah yeah smells like old books and lemon drops oh i love it so there's uh they got the big three the super who locks supernatural doctor who and sherlock mm-hmm. uh harry potter they have their new star wars line disney princesses disney princesses and they've just announced them, or we announced for them. We did. It we was did. so awesome. We, we were, were exclusive. Able, we, we were, were uh, for their Marvel line. Yeah. So if I don't get some Captain America, I'm going to be heartbroken. But if you want uh, all the details on that, you can listen to our Captain America: The First Avenger podcast. Yes. On our all MCU of them, movie so. feed. And if you use our code Randy Podcast, no S, no S, you get ten percent off five dollars or more, which so. is pretty sweet. Yeah, check them out. They're great. We love them. I love their... My bathroom counter is just lined. Yeah. With the bottles. And I need more. Yeah. So, check them out. Um, anything else before we get to... Po- these are not... We don't know. We don't have any inside information. Yeah. These are just possible spoilers that we've read on news. Some people but we consider it spoilery. Some people consider it spoilery. So, this this is your chance to turn back now. So, all right. Are we done? Go on, get it. Okay. Abby is coming back. Of course she Y'all is. Y'all quit fretting about it. Nicole is not gone. Yeah. She is definitely going to be back in the second half of the season. How long it takes for her to come back is a whole other ball of wax. So, um, Well, and we don't know that we're not going to see her where she is. That's true. As long as it's not a blue planet. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, oh, God. Not a blue planet. Not a blue planet, all of Simmons. Uh, Yeah, there's definitely coming back. So... Uh, Campbell, uh, 
Clifton Campbell, is quoted as saying, things, start to dr- things change dramatically once you take one of the key components out of the dynamic between Crane and Abby. A lot of questions... Uh, a lot of questions and a lot of need and desire come to the surface, <laughs> and it comes together in a very nice way. He has a need in his pants. Fellow cast member Charlene Amoya. I don't know which one she is. Who is that? that? Is that Sophie? I'm going to check. Why don't you IMDB there right quick? I will believe, uh, I believe I'll Charlene also expressed her excitement for Abby and Crane's reunion. Mm. So... Uh, she stated, I'm always careful about spoilers, but I can tell you that Ichabod and Abby encounter a whole new set of obstacles in season three, and the premiere has a fun, super fun way of setting them all up. Okay. I'd tell you more, but I'm afraid I'd lose my head. <laughs> so, she is Susan James from Whispers in the Dark. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. That's... So... All right. Um... With that, another relationship is expected to progress while Abby is away. It was reported that Jenny, Abby's sister, played by Lindy Greenwood, will be seeking comfort from Joe. Mm. I'm ready for that not to ever happen. Again, but ever. Okay. okay. Um, so Sounds fake, but okay. Sounds fake, but okay. Um, so Ezra Mills will finally... Yeah, he's been cast. He he was cast a long time ago. Yeah. We talked about that. Uh, so he'll be around. And uh, the title of this article says, Intel on Abby's mysterious dad isn't necessarily true. Okay. So um, what if his tale is, is, is not what it appears to be? The idea is that he was a deadbeat dad that ran off because he couldn't handle mom's mental illness. Right, and then started his own family elsewhere. Yeah, but what if that's not necessarily the real deal? Oh, I'm sure it's not all of the, I'm He's got to be tied into this whole witness business yeah, but, somehow. But does he know? I don't know. See, that's, that's part of the question. Yeah, and might he share some of their tendencies towards the occult? Dun, dun, dun. It'd be cool if Abby got it from both sides of her family. It would be cool. Um, Albert Kim, who's an EP, Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. was quoted as saying, as with everything in Sleepy Hollow, he has more in his past that we don't know about, and that will come to bear on Abby and Jenny's story. He's written for them, too. That's a big spoiler whether he's keyed in or not. Okay. I bet he knows something. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. Okay, so um, this is... a bit more spoilery because this is actual stuff i love this uh, stuff bryn franklin's coming back thank the gods and crane's gonna meet a new villain <gasps> you know who's coming who the jersey devil Ooh, that could be cool maybe what talk about x-files man x-files did a jersey uh, devil episode if is I it remember x-files correctly. or 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 is this supernatural that's true well we've all we've had a lot of crossovers to the supernatural yeah, we have. world not well the Not directly, comes to mind. yeah, it's, yeah, I was telling you, there was, there was a couple of episodes there that I was like, are they just really big fans of Supernatural yeah. or what? Are they just so, going through the Supernatural uh, reel going, oh, well, let's do this monster. Yeah. So, uh, Dr. Japheth Leeds, a handsome, twisted, mysterious, brooding genius who is considered <laughs> the greatest nemesis of Benjamin Franklin. <gasps> Already he's probably going to be my child. Expert in the fields of alchemy. <gasps> Ooh. 
Instead of becoming friends who share a common interest, their fiercely competitive nature made sure that they remain antagonistic with each other for the rest of their lives. Dun, dun, dun. Okay, so that sounds like Benjamin Franklin's, like, um, ex-boyfriend, and they're kind of just sniping at each other. Uh, Has he been cast? He Charles A-I-T-K-E-N. Aitken? Hold on. Hold on. I'm excited. Uh... Charles. Charles. Uh, Leeds particularly disliked Franklin as he wished to outwit him and get <gasps> the coveted title of the best alchemist in history. <gasps> he pretty. Oh, he pretty. <laughs> Damn, he's hot. I told you he was going to be my son before I even saw him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, his obsession pushed him to turn to dark arts where a failed experiment resulted in unalterable consequences. Da, da, da. He is the Jersey Devil. Uh, he and Crane will reportedly meet each other in episode 13. Yep. That's what it's listed on IMDb as well. So The latter will know exactly how much the Doctor suffered on his quest for exaltation. Will viewers also see the Founding Father once more? I fucking hope so. I miss yeah. Ben. I know. I love Timothy Busfield as Ben. Well, I just feel like that every time we've done a historical flashback, it's all Betsy Ross, Betsy Ross, yeah. Betsy Ross. Yeah. And I need some other people. Other people. Another woman, sure, but not Betsy Ross over and over and over and over and over. Yeah. It's so well, pushed in my I think, face. I'm I think my big it. problem with Betsy Ross is she's a caricature instead of a character. It's true, because she is nothing, not even close to who she is historically. She's boobs and a one-liner, as far as I'm concerned. And a swashbuckler at that, apparently. Yeah, apparently. With no water. Yeah. I, so I'm not a big yeah. fan of that. So there we go. That's all I have that I found. Uh, just several articles over and over and over again of yeah of that of, of that, that same stuff. Yeah, because there hasn't been a whole oh, lot of movement. And then all of the articles about are they going to get um, canceled. canceled or not because they're moving to Fridays and yeah. that's death. So we don't know. I hope not, but if it does, it does. Yeah. Oh, so that's something we should ask our listeners. I was. I'm glad you brought that up because I was thinking that when we mentioned it the first time, and I thought, "Oh, I hope I remember that." Um, Sleepy Hollow ha- is our most popular podcast. It is indeed. So, were Sleepy Hollow to end, which we hope it won't, we hope it won't, because we would miss all of you. Yes, we would like to know what you would suggest we pick up. Suggestions for what? Sh- yeah, what 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 shows do you guys watch other than Sleepy Hollow? <laughs> Because a lot of, I mean, we cast a lot of a lot of the stuff we watch, and a lot of the stuff we watch, we don't want to compete with casts we love. Like we don't do Game of Thrones because there's a podcast out there. There's a podcast for it that we love. We listen. Uh, it's Bald Move. Yeah, Bald Move. Um, we don't do the Sherlock series number one because there's nine fucking episodes. Well, ten now. Oh, we have ten episodes we have ten, now. We Let's actually move. have ten. We have double digits. Um, and you know that's dissected. Very, well, very. Well, we feel it's well covered thoroughly with the Baker Street Babes and the Three Patch Podcast. We could not find a Sleepy Hollow podcast that we liked, yeah. so we started our own. So, um, yeah, I, I've thought about. Um, we've we talked about possibly the librarians. Yes. Um, because that's fun and it's fun, so much. Fun. Um, Leverage is already over, so that Leverage would be had a, five seasons and it's over. Yeah. Um, because I'm starting to watch that now. Um, I've been watching Grimm. Yeah. See, I couldn't get into Grimm. It's too funny. Yeah. It's too funny. I I liked the premise, and but... 
and and once my daughter pointed out to me that the two the two husbands yeah i was like well, I didn't ship them till you said something. <laughs> Thanks. Which is rare because usually you will ship I know, anything. I know. Well, I was just, we were sitting here, we were watching it. And she said, yeah, well, his husband, da, da, da. I was like, damn it. Damn it. I hadn't shipped anybody yet. Now, darn it. Um, I was thinking, well, see. And that show doesn't air anymore. Oh, it doesn't? I don't it's, think Grimm is on anymore. Oh. I don't know. Um, I'm watching it on. Jessica um, Jones, there's only been a season. And we podcast so much Marvel already. We do. Same with Daredevil. Um, I think we're about to get season two. Yeah, but we um, podcast so much Marvel. Yeah. So, so yeah, suggestions. Um, It'd be great. I would watch a new show. Yeah. Um, as long as it's readily available to us. Yeah, we can catch up with a... Like, even if there's already a season or two aired, we can catch up over the summer. We just yeah. would like some We did that with Sleepy Hollow. Know, we want to know what you guys think. Yeah. Uh, what you would like. You already know what we podcast. Gotham, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Agent Carter... As far as TV shows go. Yeah. Um, and Sleepy Hollow. And then there's our MCU and then our random movies. So yeah. Were Sleepy Hollow to get canceled, what would you guys want to hear? Yeah. There you go. And uh, obviously I'll throw out the disclaimer. There's no guarantee that we're going to do what you suggest. But I would be very interested to hear what people <laughs> would suggest. Yeah, because there's, there's sometimes you just can't watch a show. Yeah. For some the reason. The stars aren't right. Yeah, there not. have been many times where I'm just like, mm, no, I'm going to watch I, this thing I watched 700 I, times already. I couldn't. I tried. I watched uh, six episodes of Breaking Bad before I just said, and you just couldn't. no, mm-mm. no, yeah. can't do it. No, I'm not watching Doctor Who. Yeah, I know. Okay. And Supernatural is just no. Too much. Just no. Too much. There's so much wrong with that show. I don't even know why we still watch it. Because it's on. Habit habit and we're <laughs> by god we're seeing it through i know i'm kind of hoping this is the last season <laughs> I, I was kind of hoping last season was the last season yeah. yeah but no we got another one so there to the end man all right uh anything else uh no all right thanks for listening guys thank you guys <laughs>